0: Hi, I'm Chip Sutterth, and this is 2-Minute Time Lord podcast number 373. If you go to twominutetimelord.com and click on Throwback Reviews, you'll see my reviews of the new series going all the way back from March twenty sixth, 2005 to today's episode, The Girl in the Fireplace. Back in 1986, the Superman comics were rebooted by writer-artist John Byrne, a different guy from the one who wrote The Keeper of Trocken. One of his changes struck grumpy fans as wish fulfillment. If I were Clark Kent, I wouldn't pretend to be a nerdy klutz. I'd be a football star in high school. Cue the fanish outrage, football star. I thought about that when watching The Girl in the Fireplace, Stephen Moffat's second outing for New Who, which struck a different group of grumpy fans the wrong way. Since when did our doctor become a cosmic Lothario? That doctor, eh? Says Mickey Smith, teasing Rose. Madame de Pompadour, Sarah Jane Smith, Cleopatra, he called her Cleo. In his previous outing, Moffat used dancing as a euphemism for, er relational activity, then brazenly titled part two, The Doctor Dances. Now Moffat doubles down. The doctor doesn't just dance, he's a player. Or rather, as stated in a series five short, a bloke. Like John Byrne asking why wouldn't Clark Kent be an athlete, Moffat asks why wouldn't the doctor have flirtations? Or more. Now, This episode was also an issue for a different group of fans, such as the one I'm married to. After the relationship between the 9th and 10th Doctors consistently deepened with Rose, suddenly he's running off infatuated with Renette and leaving Rose behind. But this episode doesn't undo their relationship specifically. Honestly, there's not a single exclusively paired character in the entire episode, Renette is the king's courtesan and friendly with the queen. Rose and Mickey are much more relaxed and affectionate with each other. Renette and Rose each acknowledge their own affection for the doctor. The doctor embraces Rose after leaving Versailles. Then Rose is concerned for him after he was too late to return for Renette. The king says that Renette spoke of the doctor often. And everyone's more or less okay with this. And this is why, way back in podcast number 31 in 2009, I asked if the doctor was essentially polyamorous. Okay, that's enough about shipping. Because the girl in the fireplace is also significant as our first real glimpse of the kind of doctor, and Doctor Who, we'd get when Moffat took over the show full-time. From fireplace man to raggedy man. Clockwork droids under the bed. Childhood imaginary friends. The most hysterically timed horse reveal in television history. The use of the horse to beat the droids. Chekhov's horse. The final reveal of the spaceship's name, neatly solving the mystery of why they were hunting Renette. Imagine this episode starring Matt Smith, Karen Gillan, and Arthur Darville. It would totally work. And the fact that we don't know where the doctor would have gotten some anti-oil, or why the doctor would send Rose to warn Renette instead of doing it himself... Like I said, pure Moffat. Sometimes you have to paper over some explanations to put together a landmark episode. One that, arguably justifiably, beat out two other Doctor Who episodes, as well as a Stargate and a Battlestar Galactica, to win the 2007 Hugo Award. And that's a throwback review of The Girl in the Fireplace for the 2-Minute Time Lord podcast. More episodes are at twominutetimelord.com, they're on iTunes, where if you'd leave a review, that would be great. And I'm on social media at numeral2minutetimelord. Next time, my wife Shannon takes the microphone to talk about a book with an entirely opposite look at the Dr. Rose relationship. It's The Stone Rose, recently re-released. Take care.